Hello, I am Joshua. And I'm Jamie. And, and we're, we're going to do Daredevil. summer holidays everyone how was your summer holidays joshua it was good it yeah. was good not as good as yours well, I, you don't I, know that well no i do know that <laughs> yours looked like it was very fun you uh you did some fun stuff i i did a, a few fun things but i stayed very local mm-hmm. you did not stay local so mm-hmm. i think uh, one point jamie zero points joshua <laughs> on, on summer vacation <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't like the, the scoring system but you know i, I remember the points don't matter no. it's okay I, I'm still winning. Like I got so many more points than you, Jamie. <laughs> Your life is so much better. Um, uh, yeah, it was a it was a nice extended little break that we had, and uh, now it's good to be back. Um, did you read any Daredevil during the break? I did read some Daredevil. Mm. I, I actually also read a whole bunch of other comic books that I was kind of behind on too. So floozy. I know. So I I, I, got, I got some. Uh, I don't know what floozy means, but, um, <laughs> but I, I I got some good reading in. Um, I'm trying to catch up. I have. The uh, the uh, DC uh, their version of the Marvel Unlimited mm-hmm. like I, don't, I can't remember like five or six months ago they put a whole bunch of comic books on there yeah so I've been reading a lot of a lot of Batman catching up on that a lot of DC stuff so it's been it's been fun yeah what did the was it the distinguished competition that that Stanley used to call DC That's oh I don't know oh oh what DC stood for yeah. oh <laughs> no I never heard that those before. dirty charlatans <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and uh, uh, I I didn't do that much reading, but I have been. I read so far ahead on the before I went. Yeah, and now I are. need to put the brakes on and go all the way back and start <laughs> reading again. So I did a quick reread of a bunch of stuff that we're going to be covering today, which includes uh, we have um, Marvel Fanfare number seven, which yeah, is a, a cheery little tale. I'm so happy. I mean, <laughs> after I read that one, I went out and skipped for a while. People <laughs> still skip, but that's what I was doing. Um, and then we have three Hulks, mm-hmm. Hulk 277 through 279, yep. all, all pretty much is cameos. There's, It's not, he just, Daredevil appears just for a smidge in each yeah, issue. I think in the very last one, he's only there for one panel. Yeah. And um, yeah. And then we're going to do Marvel Team Up 123, which is a, a little more meat. Yeah, that that's got some meat in it. It's uh, it's, it's it's actually a, a pretty fun one. And mm-hmm. uh, Daredevil is a you know he's not a support. He's it, him and Spider Man share the spotlight. So yeah, get a lot of good Daredevil action yeah, there. His name's on the cover with Spider Man. Mm-hmm. And then we have a uh, Dazzler number twenty one. Twenty one. Which was a which was a fun little book, but Daredevil once again just has a small little cameo in there. Yeah. And then. Um, we're going to talk about the last two Frank Miller issues, issue 190 and 191 of the self-titled series. And um, those are a lot of good stuff in those two that yeah. we'll mm-hmm. discuss today. So I think yeah. that, I think that's everything, right? Yes, that is for this episode. Yeah. Yes, episode 41. It's been so long. Since, am I talking into the right side of the microphone? You're doing great. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Just making sure people can hear me. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the other thing that we were going to cover is... No, I think that's it. We're that's almost it. at episode, yeah. uh, issue 200. So when we get to 
issue 200, which will be in a few episodes, we'll mm-hmm. do that thing where we run down the, the last 100, our favorites, our least favorites. Mm-hmm. Or, I want to do a top 10 favorites from all 200 issues. Wow, that'll be fun. Yeah, we'll, we'll each pick our top 10 favorite. We're not going to talk about them. We've already talked about them. You, yeah, you can go back and listen. Yeah, go back and listen. So <laughs> we'll just kind of list them off and... Uh, you know, we can say a sentence or two if we want to, but let's just stick with the 200 Daredevil issues because I think it'll get a little too complicated if we include the team ups and yeah. the two and ones and, exactly. the, and the times he appeared in Defenders and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as always, we're just mentioning those little cameos for completists and uh, we'll go over those very briefly and then focus on anything that he features mainly uh, or as a main character in or a, uh, a, a main guest star, I guess you'd mm-hmm. call it. I don't know. Um, so should so. we start with the Incredible Hulk? Sure, that's a quick, easy one. Yeah, um, the Incredible Hulk, two seven seven to two seven nine. I can't even remember who was the. Uh, it the was creative team. It was Bill Mantlo. It was Bill Mantlo. Bill Mantlo and yeah. uh, Sal Buscema mm-hmm. did the art. Uh, yeah. Joe Joe Sinat uh, Sinati. I'm, I'm sure. Doing, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> doing the inks. Um, yeah. But it, the the issue kind of it starts off and. And just to kind of give a little bit of where we're at at this point in the Hulk is that Bruce Banner has been kidnapped by the this group of um, what do they call themselves? The um, it's four people. The UFOs. The UFOs. Mm-hmm. And they kidnapped the Hulk. And pretty much everybody is deciding whether or not they should help. This go. This is one of those books that goes through almost the entire Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. You know where we see the Defenders, we see the you know um, the Avengers, Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. Daredevil, Submariner, Spider Man. But the only time that we see Daredevil in this book is just him talking about um, if he should go help. The Hulk. Yeah, he because talks about how he he uh, defended him before, or tried to defend him, if you remember, mm-hmm. um, quite a way back in like one fifty something. In the Hulk, um, <clears throat> he went and uh, was when when the Hulk originally got captured, um, he was going on trial, and uh, Dad, uh, Matt Murdock went to defend him, and they had a moment on the plane where there was a weird connection that him and the Hulk have now, where the Hulk kind of finds himself quite calm and, and mm-hmm. likes Daredevil in a way. One of my all-time favorite issues, just really quickly, uh, is the Frank Miller run uh, mm-hmm. where the, uh, the Hulk and Daredevil fight. Yeah. And Daredevil is, I mean, everyone knows Daredevil would not stand a chance against the Incredible no. Hulk. Not even, like, no chance. Yeah. But he, he gives it his all because he's trying to convince Bruce Banner, well, I guess the Hulk, that he doesn't have to do this, everything is okay. Mm-hmm. And in at, at the very end of the fight, the Hulk sees what Matt Murdock slash Daredevil is doing and decides, you know what? You're, you're okay, fine. You know, if this little puny human, you know, is showing this much, you know, compassion towards me, then maybe humans aren't all out to get me and kill yeah. me. So then he kind of just lets it go and, and leaves. The Hulk does. Yeah. And Daredevil is pretty much left for dead. Yeah. And then he's the next out for a, a yeah, the, while. Exactly. Yeah. I mean the very next issue is he's in the hospital. Uh, Black Widow comes back and there's a whole bunch of superheroes that come and try to make sure he's okay. And that's when he has that psychotic breakdown. Isn't it? Uh, I think that was before, but it, it, where he, he sees does, his dad and, and uh, no, that was a hospital? little bit before, but oh. that this one is when he's in the cast afterwards, I think, isn't it? No, that's when he gets the bear trap. God, look, this is how yeah. rusty we are, guys. Yeah. Can someone f- write in and tell us what happens <laughs> in Daredevil? Because we've lost our... Um, but anyway, yeah, I, did, love that. Yes, I love that. I love. I think that. you're right. I think he has that little he, episode. Yeah, the episode right. with where he sees his dad and mm-hmm. there's all the different Matt Murdocks fighting each other. Mm. But um, but I love... That's one of my, my all-time favorites. It'll definitely probably make it in my top 10, a little spoiler. But mm. um, I just liked 
Hulk and Daredevil fighting, and it, to me it seemed as realistic as it could be, yeah. where the Hulk is kind of holding back because he knows it's necessarily, yeah. like, deep down it's not right. Yeah, um, That's so, also the cover that you guys are going to buy for us. It, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Has anyone done that coming yet? Along. We, we, yeah, we've been, we've been off for a while. Yeah, um, I thought it would be waiting for us when we got back, but I guess maybe it's in the mail or something. So so, so anyway, so we like the, the relationship between Hulk and Daredevil. But yeah. So that whole first issue, 277, it's, it's Daredevil deciding whether or not he should try to help the Hulk and I just want to point out that everybody cannot find him. Yeah. Uh, the so, UFOs have got him trapped yeah. in this mechanism that's keeping him as Bruce Banner and they're talking about executing him live on television and the entire Marvel Universe is watching on mm-hmm. aghast and he, uh, wondering if there's anything they can do to, to help him. Even though um, the Hulk is considered a menace, most of the heroes have had some relationship with him in teams or in just encounters with him where they have compassion towards him and they know that it's not you know, they, they they know that Bruce Banner has this monster inside him and it's not just like this this raging beast that goes on destructive uh, uh adventures. It's 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 there is something there. There's a human in there and they're they're trying to work out a way of helping him. Mm-hmm. Uh so the next issue, the Hulk ends up getting um saved by it was Rick Jones and Rick uh, Jones and uh, a team of I can't even remember what was the team of the some some there was a lady that could had like the Pokemon bag or whatever where she would pull out um, <laughs> she'd pull out creatures. Is that oh yeah, that's um Ber- Beret or Berit. That it's yeah, I yeah. you know, I kind of remember that. It's just like woman. the weirdest looking creatures. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so so they had some pretty There's like Sturkey and yeah. uh yeah. So they end up freeing the Hulk. Um and we see Daredevil his cameo in this one is just a I believe it's just a picture. Isn't it him as Matt Murdock? Oh, yeah, and this is the Matt Murdock yeah, one. Yeah, he is reading out. Basically, what happens is that they, they rescue the Hulk. He gets away. The UFOs fly off, and we find out that the Master's somehow involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, the entire Marvel Universe comes together and says, the Hulk is now more Bruce Banner than Hulk. So when the Hulk is the Hulk, he is, you know, he's lucid. He can have conversations. He's aware he's intelligent it's at that stage in the hulk's mm-hmm. uh, life right. and um so they could they draft a pardon a, a, a presidential pardon and mm-hmm. um matt murdoch is the is guy it, who right. puts the the ink to paper and they go to the the president mr ronald reagan and uh, get him to sign this royal pardon it's a or, really sorry, cool royal, uh, presidential uh, double page splash yeah it's it, everybody in yeah. the, on the rose lawn is it called the rose lawn or the rose garden or something the part of the white house the, yeah the front lawn of the white house mm-hmm. i i can't remember what it's called but um you see the white house in the background and you've got almost all of the marvel superheroes at least the popular ones yeah. and then you have matt murdoch in the center of it um handing uh, this part into rick Giant jones parchment yeah <laughs> uh, of uh what he had drafted up mm-hmm. to pardon uh, the hulk so that's yeah. where we see matt uh, we see matt murdoch in the second one and then the third issue is um oh and by the way after that there's a big alien invasion there's an alien invasion the hulk ends up saving everybody for him to once yeah. again prove and they that cheer and they go yay the yeah. hulk's a hero and then they say let's have a parade for him and we that's when we find out that the master's the guy behind it and it was actually not an alien invasion it was like this manufactured attack where they were trying to get the hulk to smash up stuff and make him look bad um so they have a parade they have a yeah. parade for the hulk in the next issue and that's where we just that's where we just get a little cameo of uh, daredevil correct oh no or no we, we yeah we have him he is um so the pardon's gone through they're having this this they're giving him the the key to the city to new york randomly even though he's in dc 
And uh, he is, uh, Matt, Matt Murdock has uh, moved away and Foggy's talking about how Matt drafted the whole thing because he is very uh, competent when it comes to superhero lore. And he drafted this whole pardon and then we see Daredevil up on a yeah. ledge and he's like, it's too loud down there for me, so I'm just going to hang back up here and stay out the yeah. way while the Hulk just uh, gets overwhelmed with emotion because everyone's being really nice to him. Mm -hmm. And I mean, everybody. There's like yeah. people just appear and they say, hey, Hulk, we love you. Yeah. Hey, Hulk, you're the best. Hey, Hulk, you're great. You know, it's got to be kind of fun, though, because this is the first time probably in the Hulk run that he's gotten this much love. Yeah. I mean, it's always everybody hates him. The government hates him. Everyone yeah. wants to kill him. But now, you know, everybody loves him. It's kind of yeah. cool. Even the Submariner comes and honors him. He does, yeah. He, he toots on the, the horn, doesn't he? He yeah. toots on the horn. The Submariner. Silver Surfer comes and honors him. I mean, everybody, the Watcher. Yeah. One of my favorite Silver Surfer stories is the one with the Hulk where they have the fight and at the end he says, uh, I could have helped you, but you're too much of a brute and I can see that you're beyond help now and leaves him. It's one of it's a really well-written, sad story. I, I, <laughs> I have no idea where it appears in this because I read it as like a mm -hmm. reprint as a, a kid. But yeah, so the first page is him having a parade and Rick Jones is driving a space car down. Um, I guess that's uh, one of the avenues in New York and every hero is flying along or swinging along or jumping along or cheering along and they all go and everyone celebrates and he gets that's where he gets the key of New York. That makes more sense now. And um, they'll talk about how great the Hulk is. They make a, uh, Alicia Masters makes a, uh, a sculpture of the Hulk looking quite sad and reaching out. And then at the end he, he gets, he's so overwhelmed with emotion that he gets sad. Mm -hmm. sad hulk even yeah. captain britain's there he's like uh you have a lion's heart you know if you if you, if you like the hulk you should probably read these three issues because yeah. they are fun because it's neat to see the hulk being you know with all that positivity around yeah him. there's a page where they pretty much show every you remember every character that they tried to they introduced to the marvel universe in the contest of champions <laughs> i They're remember they introduced there. a lot excuse me yeah, but the yeah. shamrock uh, yeah, defensive they, they wanted to get everybody Sabia, in here everybody's Arabian showing Knight. the love for the hulk it's pretty cool everybody. actually yeah is anyone missing? Who's missing? Even the watcher comes down. Yeah, and uh, yeah. the the what's his the the uh, the the postman for the Fantastic Four brings a load of fan mail. Oh yeah, what's his S name? Stanley. Yeah, Stanley. <laughs> um, uh, I can't remember his name. Yeah, you're not talking about the not the doorman at the Baxter Building. Wally. No, or, not Wally. But the yeah, yeah. I can't remember. This name. is a Daredevil podcast, Jamie. It's, I know. It's not a Fantastic Four podcast. Exactly. Um, um, the Master's really angry and the Hulk is really sad. That's how it ends. And the Hulk, the, the reason the Hulk is sad is because Betty Ross is kind of leaving, mm -hmm. walking away, and he's feeling lonely, even though he's surrounded by all of his friends and colleagues. So that wraps up the Hulk. Yeah. Um, that, and that now, little cameo is gone. Yeah. And then now we're going to talk about. Uh, we do, let's, uh, let's do Marvel fan. Let's do. You, do? Marvel you don't want to just quickly mention that Dazzler. Oh yeah, one. yeah, we can do Dazzler. Yeah. So Dazzler. We, we're not going to mention much about Dazzler. Yeah. Dazzler for those who but, want to know more about it can go listen to an X Men podcast. There's but, several of them. But what I do want to say about this is uh, we've got you know it, it's a cameo. What it is is the entire Marvel universe is coming to watch the Dazzler perform. Yeah, Alison Blair. Yes, and uh, th this is such a cool part. So Daredevil swings in and he sees, and you know, we got Captain America, Thor, She Hulk, yeah. everyone just going in, and Daredevil's like, um, you know, I do want to watch Dazzler, but I don't like just you know, being down there in my superhero outfit. It's I'm yeah, not, they're trying to raise money for charity, yeah, so he doesn't want to. Yeah, he doesn't want to feel like he's being used. It's to, for a good cause, but um, you know, I, I'm not really down for. That. I don't feel comfortable exploiting my costume, is what he says. Yeah. So he takes off the costume, and then um, 
uh, is, is so he's Matt Murdock. So he so he enjoys the the Dazzler performance yeah. with all he's sitting in the same area as all the superheroes, but he's Matt Murdock. Yeah. And then at the very end of of the issue, um, we have all the superheroes showing up at her. I don't know if it's her apartment or or whatever. The just after con- party. Congratulating her in the after party. Uh-huh. But what's so funny is it's everybody in superhero outfits and Matt Murdock. Yeah. In his regular clothes. So why is Matt Murdock there with all these superheroes? He is the Fantastic Fool's lawyer. He so. is, I guess. Yeah. Um, but um, it's actually uh, he gets the first dance with um, with Allison. Yeah, at the yeah. end, I believe it's 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 kind of sketchy, but I think it's I think it's uh, Matt Murdock because she she calls him uh, a kind sir. Yeah. Um, but it's it, it most resembles the person that's in the in the room in the wide shot. So I think it's him. Yeah, I have this. Uh, I always felt like. Uh, they would make a good couple. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's something about them that's very similar. They both, uh, she, she uh, I believe, studied law. She may even have graduated as a law student before she went into the music business. Um, and so I always had this, this, I thought it would be a cool idea if they were dating and, you know, he was a defender, she was a prosecutor. Mm. He could have that dynamic going on. She's all about visuals and light. He's all about, um, the other senses. That's really good, yeah. Jamie. Yeah. Who do we know at Marvel? We can we can pitch this to. Um, I, I could <laughs> mention some names, but I'm not going to because that would yeah. be unkind. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that you know, I always thought it would be cool, and also they're both kind of self-centered in a way. Yeah. In in a in the way that only superheroes can be, and you still kind of like them. And. Let's be real. We know that the ladies love Matt Murdock. If you, ladies if, love if Matt you take Murdock. a look at the people that he has dated um, over the years, he's yeah. dated pretty much all the beautiful ladies. And yeah. the Dazzler is also a beautiful lady. So, she is. Uh, and she, maybe if he grew a mullet, should we should be into him because <laughs> she had a thing for mullets in him yeah. back in the nineties. Well, she 90s. she was with um, with Angel, right? She was with Angel. They um, were a maybe she was with Longshot for a while as well, a long while. And um, I think she was with Angel. She was with Angel, but yeah. he's a he's a handsome fella, yeah. old Warren Warren yeah. Worthington. Yeah, he's got a bit of cash as well. So, <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, I know. Ladies love that cash. No. Um. Anyways, so now we're gonna talk about Marvel fandom, right? Marvel fanfare or fanfare? Fanfare number seven, the cheer, fanfare. the cheeriest yeah. tale in the Marvel universe. Yeah. So this one, like, it doesn't. Marvel Fanfare was a series that I came out that had like little shorts yeah. in it and it was printed on a prestige paper format that was more expensive yeah. and they made jokes about it in the book. They would and have a rotation of creators and a rotation of stories. And Bill Mantlo also wrote this one. Yeah, and then there's a common uh, theme that Bill Mantlo has at the beginning of his uh, Daredevil stories, which is there's a vehicle that's, that's control. The, that's so funny, yeah. No, you're you're definitely right on that. Yeah. And so there's this, uh, so, so starting the off... Uh, Daily Bugle delivery van. Yeah, it's being chased by the police. I don't think it's. I think it's lost control because there's a bit where the guy inside is talking about the guy being dead at the wheel. So either the guy who was delivering the papers oh, collapsed, okay. or and I think the police just happened to be there. Jamie, you read the little text. That's good. Buddy. I do. I, yeah. I try my best to read yeah. these things. Yeah, I just look at the pictures and guess. I know. It's good that you do that because uh, <laughs> sometimes I miss stuff. And no, I I read all the text too. Um, so um, the so the vehicle is going out of it's it's out of control. Yeah. and is going towards this uh, garbage can. And just so happens at that moment, uh, we've got a young little boy in a hat with a dog yeah. that is crossing the street, and and the dog is barking at this vehicle and starts to get scared mm-hmm. and kind of and uh, um, getting ready to bolt off and at that moment 
when the dog bolts off, uh, we have our hero, Daredevil, swings down and saves the kid from uh, getting hit from the um, from the runaway vehicle. Yeah. And it turns out that that kid is actually blind in the yeah. vehicle, or in the in the in the pooch is uh, is, is seeing eye dog. Seeing eye dog that is supposed to be trained to mm-hmm. not run away, but it's his like his first day on first the job. First day on the job. Yeah, first day on the and job. And he got completely spooked by yeah. a thing, which you know is understandable. Yeah. Um. So the dog has has broken away, and the kid is saying, you know, you got to find my dog. You got to find my dog. I, I feel bad. You know, he's yeah. He's all alone out there, and uh, you know, he's a CNI dog. He's trained, but I've got to find him. And um, the the collar that actually says the dog's name and that mm-hmm. it's a CNI dog, which would make it easier to find, so, has snapped off in the. So this has happened before, um, not the dog runaway where Daredevil goes look after the dog, but where Daredevil feels like he needs to be extra helpful because the kid is blind. Yeah. Um, so he feels this, he has his little kinship with this this little boy or, yeah. or whatever because he's blind. So he feels like it's not just his responsibility as a hero to try to help somebody who's in distress or whatever, but he actually, you know, wants to work extra hard to find this dog because yeah. he doesn't want to let this blind kid down. Exactly. And one of the policemen even says, you know, this is, it's New York. Yeah. Were you sure? There's a lot of dogs. There's a lot of, you're going to be doing a lot of, uh, burning a lot of shoe leather trying to find mm-hmm. this, just this mutt. So you then can't, don't make promises you can't keep. And Daredevil says, no, no. So we've got, I got yeah, this. Yeah, Telephone I, the, <laughs> the boy's parents. Yeah. I'm on the case. I'm on the case. So then we got about five to six pages of Daredevil searching for the dog. And it's yeah. actually kind of funny. Like he's really determined yeah, to, he's to up find this all dog. Day and all night trying and, to find this dog. And we have one moment where, um, we, we think it's the same dog. It is because it is because he's got the little eye patch, eye patch thing. things. Mm-hmm. So um, somebody who works for animal control yeah. is trying to trap the dog, and all Daredevil sees because he swings in at the last moment is somebody throwing a net over a mm-hmm. dog, and Dare- scared. Yeah, and Daredevil doesn't really put two and two together, so mm-hmm. he starts he kicks this guy like get a he big kicks the guy across super, the van. <laughs> yeah, superhero kicks him, yeah, he and does the, his two footed kick. And the best part about it is is the guy tells Daredevil, no, 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 don't, I'm supposed to be doing this, like, this is my job, and Daredevil's like, oh, okay, I see. Yeah. Well, um, I'm searching for a dog. He doesn't even really apologize, saying, no. oh, I'm, I'm sorry yeah, for the guy's like, What's kicking up with you in the man? face. What's the deal here? <laughs> um, yeah. So Dare- Daredevil then gets the idea, and apparently he didn't think of this at the beginning of the day, which seems kind of weird. Maybe I should go to the animal shelters to see if the dog's either been found or turned in. I, if you, it, uh, pun, No pun and pun intended. He was blinded by his own sense of heroics in this I, I think. yeah he was like i've got i'm gonna be the hero i'm gonna be out on the street this is what i do and lost uh lost sight of the the simplicity of like okay well there's a bunch of policemen here we could just stand here and discuss what's the next step officer but no he had to run off and be the hero so what happens is that the the, the dog control guy that was for the um the um aspca uh, mentions the dog pound and says basically there's a dog pound on um, I can't remember where it is it's like 58th Street or something where is it uh, bah, 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 bah. Uh, 86th Street nowhere near see yeah. I, I would have been running all over the place yeah. uh, 86th Street he says go down to the animal show on East 86th Street and he whispers but God help any poor mutt who winds up there but Daredevil's taken off and he doesn't hear that we get to this crazy looking building that looks like a gothic um, or like a uh, like a uh, insane asylum or something, yeah. And um, there's just cages of animals, yeah. And Daredevil, when Daredevil it's, it's, comes ki- in it's kind of a neat moment. I like this part yeah. where obviously we know Daredevil's blind, and because of his radar sense and and his his heightened senses, 
you know, if a lot of commotion, a lot of things are happening, it get it makes Daredevil a little crazy, makes yeah. him not be able to focus. So when he goes into this, you know, we'll call it the the cage, the kennels, or, the kennels. I mean, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he goes into the uh, to where the kennels are, and um, all the dogs are scared and howling and barking, yeah. and, and it's just too much for Daredevil to bear. He's completely overwhelmed. Yeah. The artwork is really great. Yeah. The, the artist that we didn't mention, by the way, it was Bill Mantlo was the writer, but the artist was uh, George Freeman Yeah, and Annette Kowecki on letters. Um, the the artist shows like the, the sense of the animals kind of overwhelming him, almost smothering him. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's like all these dog, he- ghost dog heads barking and he's just, he can't handle it. And I like that he, he jumps in the window and he's like, I'm Daredevil and I'm looking for a dog. And I like, Dude, there's a waiting room. There's a door. You could have come in. Yeah. There. What's up with you? What? And he's like, oh, sorry. I, yeah. I'm just, I'm a little tired. been looking all day. I need to find this dog. So like, at, okay. So as Jamie mentioned earlier, the dog does not have the collar with the ID because no. that was the thing that was dropped off at the beginning that Daredevil kind of used like a like a hound to... Yeah, he has a partial remnant yeah. of the uh, the harness that, mm-hmm. that a CNI dog would wear. And um, no one really recognizes that the guy that is in charge of, uh, I mean, it's kind of harsh. The, the dog has been in the kennels for a few hours and he's already going to be uh, to be put down, basically, because yeah. there's so many dogs in this Yeah, place. and he's an old dog. And, yeah. and, and So anyway, so when Daredevil is there talking to uh, one of the, the employees, mm-hmm. uh, he he shows her the, um, doesn't he give her, he gives her the, the leash that he brought, right? No, no, the and dog, ta- while, while Daredevil is overwhelmed, the, the, oh, the vet... Right takes the harness off and says, oh, there's a there's a little bit yeah. of a harness left. When and then you run da- off? And Daredevil recognizes yeah, that when Daredevil he sees the lady it. and goes, when oh, no. When he starts to calm down, yeah. he, he says, you know, there's so much fear in this place. It's, right. it's, it's kind of overwhelming amounts of fear. And yeah. the, the vets are like, well, yeah, we, yeah. we work here all day, you know, yeah. it's, we know. Um, and so, so Daredevil sees that the, the nurse is holding on to yeah. the little piece of the collar that the doctor had taken off, or and the vet say, had where, taken where off. Where does the dog go now? And, and, and Daredevil's like, "I'm at the right spot. W- you know, where where's this dog?" And and uh, the nurse, or not the nurse, the vet says, um, "Well, he's on his way he, to the euthanasia. Yeah, he's he's, he's uh, going to go get put down." So Daredevil rushes over, trying to get there, and. Just so happens that Daredevil is not quick enough. No, he's seconds. He's seconds, seconds away, late. and the dog ends up being put down. There's a, there's a really grim. <laughs> there's two panels. Basically, he runs up, and the the vet says, "Doctor, the dog wearing the harness where?" And the doc, the, the vet says, "You mean the friendly little brown and white one? He's in there." And yeah. Daredevil walks in, and there's just dead dogs. Yeah, dead dogs <laughs> in, in a cart. In a cart. Yeah, or, or in a cage somewhere, and yeah. uh, we see the head hanging over the cage and the dead dog, and yeah. and so Daredevil the failed. Daredevil says it's the smell of fear. Uh, Nothing. I, but this the smell is like of fear. the most depressing issue of anything related to Daredevil that we've read. People yeah. hate it when dogs get hurt. Yeah, and and it's not just that. How many times has Daredevil failed? A handful, and I mean, we've covered it in in he, the podcast. There's he, only been a handful. Only of been times. a handful, mm-hmm. um, and this is the this is like you can't come back from this failure. No, like there's there's no way to redeem yourself. I mean, no. he can go out and go buy a new dog for this kid, but that's not the same thing. No, so he actually failed. Um, yeah, it, and it's so sad and depressing. Like, yeah, how do I tell this boy I failed? Well, you go up and do it. Loser. <laughs> uh, so the last issue we're going to cover before last we issue. jump into um, the last two Frank Millers mm-hmm. are Marvel uh, Team Up One Twenty Three. Yeah, I'm just you're going to hear a, uh, a bag and board opening. 
Yeah. There you go. There we go. That was a little quieter than I thought. A little Lego ad on the back. This one isn't on the Marvel Unlimited, so we have the floppy. Yeah, we do have um, the floppy. Marvel team up Spider-Man and Daredevil 123 from November 1982. Or November 1982 yeah. is on the cover. Um, so and so um, Spider-Man was the was the common guy in Marvel team up. Marvel team up, yeah. It was all about pretty much Spider-Man, Spider-Man te- teaming up, up with, with somebody. Someone. And it, so it's all, this is uh, this is Daredevil's like fourth or fifth um Mm-hmm. Um, co-starring yeah, you remember role. they went against the owl in mm-hmm. one issue. Um, he's kind of popped up in a few where he's been the secondary guest star as well. Uh, this issue opens up with Spider-Man. He's injured because he's been just taking a, be- a beating lately, and I thought he it was kind of cool. He fought the Man-Thing. Yeah, everyone's and, favorite. Yeah, I love the Man-Thing. And uh, he, when he fought the Man-Thing, he was only half strength anyways. Yeah. And it just it, it wore him out. So Spider-Man is literally in the hospital with yeah. an IV hooked up into him. He's got uh, an IV hooked up. He's, he's got his arm uh, in, a in a sling. Really and, bad looking sling. And uh, we have um, Dr. Uh, Claire. Oh, what's her last name? Um, oh, is she the one from the TV show? She is the one from the TV show. Yeah. It's Claire... Um, uh, I can't remember. Anyways, uh, Temple, Claire Temple. Mm-hmm. So Claire Temple, who who is in the the all the the Netflix Marvel shows, mm-hmm. the Daredevil ones, yeah, um, and Defenders and everything. Uh, she is the nurse, and she is not nice to Spider-Man at all. She's got her bedside she, manner is yeah, just listen, it, dude. I know yeah, you can. I'm the doctor. You yeah. listen to me. You need Which to is stay. Good. They, they, these guys need that because they're a little <laughs> cocky. They come into these places. They act like they're. You know, the rules do. don't count. Um, so quickly, just uh, yeah, sorry to, uh-huh. to do the creative team. Uh, oh, JM that's good. Dematis, Dematis, I always say his name wrong. I'm so sorry. Dematis, I think, Thank yeah. Um, is the scripter. And uh, Kerry Gamble is the, did breakdowns. Mike Esposito did inks. And Dana Alberg letters. Bob Sharon colors. And there you go. That's the creative team on this one. I There's a nurse said, that yeah. says, like, Spider-Man creeps me out as well. That's yeah. Good. Uh, uh, it's uh, kind of fun Temple. because it, it, the first part of the issue we have Spider-Man saying I'm a superhero I can handle this, this yeah. th- like this is easy peasy for me and then he does a little flip off the bed and, and then realizes that he's in more pain than he thought yeah. um, so there's there's kind of a beeline story there's a B story that's happening simultaneously to our uh, our main story there's a story. B and a C story in Th- this there really is cool. yeah so not talking like so not getting into Matt Murdock and D- Daredevil yet we have a little boy who's been brought into the hospital yeah. who is um, was he's just shot or no, stabbed. He yeah. was stabbed by a thirteen-year-old mm-hmm. who was uh, robbing their house, or yeah, or something. Was a, he was a mugger. He was a thirteen-year-old yeah. mugger who was trying to get pennies off of this kid and stabbed yeah. him. Oh yeah, in, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. Back. Um, so we have that kid in here yeah. who happens to be a Spider-Man fan, which we'll kind of get into that later. Yeah. Um, but the reason why Matt Murdock is actually in this issue is because he is also at that same hospital that Spider-Man is at, yeah. where uh, he is um, making sure his the person that he is defending... Yeah, uh, so his, um, what, uh, Peepers. Yeah, Peepers is a gangster who mm-hmm. is not a good guy, but his, who is kind of... He's flipping. He, he's flipping and, and going to give um, a whole bunch of... In, or he's going to... Uh, he's going to send a bunch of bad guys bad down guy, the river. Yeah. Yeah, down I'm the river. Like yeah, an old time gangster here. Uh, so Matt Murdock, it's, it's, he's a hitman. He's a old hitman. Yeah, and uh, Peepers Scanlon. Mm-hmm. Um, he's decided to turn state's evidence 
And, um, and I like this little moment. So Matt Murdock walks up to Spider-Man, who's just walking around the hospital saying, uh, I got to get out of here. And uh, Matt's like, hey, Spider-Man, what's up? And Spider-Man goes, it's Matt Murdock, my favorite attorney at law. What are you doing here? I thought yeah. that was a neat little, a yeah. little moment. There's a nice little moment where they can tell that they're, you know, that often in the comics they come across like Matt's a little, or Daredevil is very patronizing to Spider-Man because mm-hmm. he sees him as a little kid. And Spider-Man's a little bit like, dude, come on. I'm One, I'm stronger than you by far. Yeah. Two, I've been doing this a little longer than you. And three, stop calling me kid. Uh, we're superheroes. We work together. But they they, they have a little rivalry where sometimes they push each other and like compete. And mm-hmm. like they had the race across town when they were going with the owl and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But they, they're getting more into the friendship territory now. Whereas right. before it always felt a little but, antagonistic. But remember, them. at this point, Peter Parker does not know that Matt Murdock is Daredevil. Yeah, I, although it implies it in this, doesn't it? No, I don't think it does. Well, it, it, all right, okay. I, I kind of read too much into it because uh, Spider-Man's... Uh, Matt says, anyway, it's been nice talking with you. I'm going to go upstairs and uh, check in with Peepers. And um, and Spider-Man, who's obviously like in, in the bed and kind of getting bored, says, uh, do you want you want a hand? Do you want someone to give you a hand? He says, no, it's fine. I'll uh, If I need a hand, I'll come rattle my tin cup. And some poor soul will come along and point the way to the elevator. And he says, you know, ah, that was silly of me to ask because if there's one blind guy who knows how to take care of himself, it's Matt Murdock. Okay. But then... I I don't think that... Yeah. yeah. I see I think you're right. But it it felt like at that moment, it felt like, oh, is he suggesting that that he might know? But there is a moment where both of them kind of know and they won't say Well, what I want to point out is that in in this same issue here, uh, Daredevil... Uh, you know, he 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 says um, that he would be surprised if Spider Man uh, knew. You know that he yeah. was uh, he was Daredevil. They do that little recap just for oh, yeah. because mm-hmm. Daredevil is showing up in a book that's not his own, so that way yeah. everybody, everybody knows that his what his powers are. But um, uh, when they first meet at the, in the hospital here, Matt Murdock goes, "I was right. I would know that face, or sorry, I would know that that voice and that heartbeat anywhere." Yeah. So once again. He has had a, a few encounters with Peter Parker. So if he would know that heartbeat and that yeah. voice anywhere, he should easily, easily know that Spider-Man and Peter Parker are the same person. Yeah. But at this point in the comics, um, you know, we're almost to 200 this really issues. Bugged you, doesn't it? it doesn't bug me, but it's just, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. He he should know by this point. Yeah. And at the same time, too, with um with Spider-Man's spider sense. He should kind of have figured yeah, it out as he, well. He very early on, you remember, he was using his spider sense to find Daredevil, and he thought it must be Foggy. That was what led to the whole Foggy yeah. pretending to be Daredevil when he burst in and held him out the window. Yeah, he should have put two and two together. Anyways, anyway, so we are introduced to our, our villain, villain Solar. Um, Solar, Solar, the, uh, the spawn, spawn of the spawn sun. of the sun, and yeah. he gets his power from the sun. Yeah, and he and pretty much what he does is he glows like he's on fire, can fly on a fire yeah. flame, and then can shoot fire from his hands. Yeah, he kind of looks like the really bad uh, nuclear man villain that was in Superman Quest for Peace. Ah, there you go. Um, so he's not the... he's not the. This came. This book came out in the 82, 83. 82. So, that's mm-hmm. a, so maybe uh, Quest for Peace uh, stole a look from him then. Uh, uh, anyways. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we get a little action of little uh, action. of him kind of showing off what he can do, yeah, saying that he's going to... He's going to burn some things. Yeah. He blows up a, a, a little... Uh, water tower. Yeah. Is it water? No, it's next to the water tower. It's the, like the... It's like a... 
pigeon coop, probably or, nine hand yeah. beast. Yeah, killing, um, killing all the birds. And then we and see Matt talking with Peepers Matt, for a yeah, little bit. Yeah, where we learn what Peepers is, how he's you know feels bad about his life, yeah, and, and he wants just to got blood on his hands, and he really wants to get clean. Yeah, he's, clean he's, it off, and you know, his soul is dirty. And then we go back to that boy that we talked about earlier. Spider Man finds out that this boy is a fan of Spider Man. Mm-hmm. This kid that was stabbed. So Spider so Spider Man does his typical jumps in, waves, yeah. does a flip, shows that, you know, he is who he is. And it's so great because Claire Temple the whole time is like, get out of here, Spider Man. Yeah. You're supposed to be in she bed. Said, what are I you told doing? You to stay in bed. And, and that like, kid's I'm like, Whoa, Spider Man, yeah. I love it. Uh, and then so, and you get this nice little uh, thing as well where he says, you know, ow, that hurt my ankle. Not only did Man Thing bust up my back, but Cobra and Hyde took out I my know, ankle the other good day. Good old Cobra and Mr. Hyde. Yeah. I was so I, surprised how far Mr. Hyde went in both of our when we did that villain beatdown. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, uh, bracket mm-hmm. around NCAA time. Yeah, uh, how far Mr. Hyde went? He, yeah. He's tough. He's a tough cookie. If you yeah. can, if you can fall off of a roof and not die. Yeah, that's pretty. And impressive. it wasn't just like a one-story roof. This no, was this is a, a skyscraper. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Spider-Man's spider sense tingles. Yes, it uh, does. While he's being told off by Nurse, uh, I keep calling her Nurse Temple because in the show she's a nurse, but I think she's a doctor in this. So. Yes. Um, Claire Temple. I'll just say Claire Temple. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's being told of by Claire Temple. His spider sense tingles and he sees a bunch of maintenance men that are going into an elevator, but they all look shady and suspicious. Um, Their intent is to kill Peepers because yeah. they know Peepers is going to talk, so they were hired to gun him down. And Spider-Man sees this and he jumps through the window yeah. in the room where Matt Murdock is already at. Yeah. And so we get a little Spider-Man beatdown action where Spider-Man goes and beats down all of the goons before they yep. can do it. And Daredevil does the Daredevil quick... Daredevil slips out. Yeah, he slips out to do the quick change. But before he does that, uh, Solar bursts into the other yeah. side of the room. So he's standing there and he's thinking, I've got to get away so I can change... And he says, hang on, I can hear a sound, I can smell burning paint and melting plaster. He says, people's look out, and then Sola bursts in, and he says, I'm going to cook you where you stand. Um... He gets he pushes peepers out of the way before he gets blasted. So, so I think Solar the, the his intentions here were he's trying to make a name for himself. How, yeah. how a lot of villains want to make the name for himself. So he's going to take down peepers because what this will do is this will give him some street cred. This will give him yeah. a little bit of power in the mob world. Yeah, not with that hair, but you know. <laughs> but then he sees that Spider Man is there, and then he thinks, "Oh, this is great! I'm going to get even more street cred by taking yeah, out Spider Man. My reputation yeah, is going to be it's going to be this. yeah." Yeah. So back quickly back to the B room while this and is going on, everyone's panicking down in the emergency room, and the yes. little boy has uh, basically said, "Oh boy, I want to go and watch Spider Man in action." Mm-hmm. And he runs up, but he doesn't realize that the wound uh, that has just been suited is opening up. So his stab wound is opening up, and there's blood on his back. Um, and at this point is when Daredevil uh, purposely or Matt sorry, takes a, he, Mac takes a hit so he, that he takes can a roll hit away. so he can roll away to change, yeah, and that's when he's unconscious. So yeah, that Solo ignores him, and, and then he can get changed. Spider Man gets some really good punches in he and gets his back singed he, he, the, pretty I, badly. This part was great. I yeah. love I love it when heroes get hit. Yeah, and and it and it takes some serious damage. It's yeah. not just a punch to the face. It's great artwork that shows him. He, he's the entire back spider has been burnt off of his back, and he it's kind of blistered on his back, and he does look like he's in pain. He's kind of standing up, wobbling a little bit. But that initial thing where he's like, "Ow, my back got mm-hmm. singed." He's like, "It's, it's pretty really good. It artwork. is really good." Yeah. And Solar at this point is about to zap He's going to zap him, and that's when we have a good old Billy Club swings yeah. in and, and hits Solar in the Swalk. face. Walk. And uh, Daredevil shows up, and then uh, it's it's kind of funny. Um, uh, this Solar guy, he's got he's got this rage in him where yeah. you know he wants to succeed no matter what. So when he gets hit, it's I mean 
he doesn't even think twice that he's going against two of New York's Marvel Universe's, you know, most dangerous superheroes. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to take both these guys yeah, down. I'm going to just zap these guys. Yeah. So they get the, the fight kind of spills out into the hallway. Um, Where the little kid the little has kid, just, I'm just reached gonna call it. I'm Billy because yeah. I'm sure it's Billy. Yeah, it probably is. Um, Billy, Billy is the, the little kid shows and, um, up. Then... <laughs> Uh, Daredevil runs off and he senses a metallic canister and he thinks, ah, I think I know what this might be. So he sprays him with fire extinguisher, um, which covers Solar from and stops him from having as much energy mm-hmm. because he gets his power from the sun. And he flies up and flies all of the uh, the foam off of him so he can get a recharge, which takes him out of the hospital. And he says, okay, that's good. You got him out of the hospital. And... Um, and Spider-Man says, okay, it's time that we, and, and Daredevil says, no, not we, me. You stay right here. You're hurt. You're hurt downstairs. You've just been hurt again. Uh, I'll take care of this. And he's like, no, no, I'm in great shape. I'll take care of this. <laughs> and um, he jumps out and he's not in great shape. He's kind of wobbly. He falls a couple of times. He gets hurt. Um, Daredevil senses that he's kind of weak. He's in mm-hmm. a weakened state. So he does what he can. Um, while this is going on, Peepers is panicking and he grabs a knife off of his food tray and who's you know who can he use as a hostage to get out of the situation but billy the little kid billy the kid billy the kid yeah Uh, so and um, and daredevil so daredevil is fighting solar spider-man is thankful that daredevil's doing all the legwork but then daredevil senses that oh my goodness he sees that this hostage situation yeah 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 peepers is 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 downstairs he's got the kid by the knife i need i need a need to worry about my reputation my career so i need to make sure this guy doesn't do anything stupid and also i need to save this kid so he leaves spider-man to fight solar alone and spider-man's like hey what gives man you were doing yeah. such a good job you're gonna leave me to finish him um, on my own and yeah he th- sees daredevil running away and daredevil's like i'm so sorry i had to do that yeah. but that i've got to make sure that this doesn't go down how it could so now we've got two fights happening at the same time yeah. simultaneously spider-man um is able to take out um solar by that same water tower the, the water tower yeah, yeah is he uh he uh he breaks the water tower or or dodges a, a blast, so Solar shoots the water tower himself. Douses it, it douses himself, himself in water, <clears throat> and so that ends up making him pretty much useless. And yep. Darede- er, and Spider-Man's able to punch him a few times and then wrap him up in webs, so Solar's yep. now taken care of. Solar's out. And at that same time, uh, Daredevil convinces Peepers yeah. to drop the knife, to let the kid go, because you know not you have you don't want any more blood on your hands. Yeah, and, and then, he, he talks him off the ledge, but Peepers actually sees the blood from the open wound mm-hmm. that he's been holding with uh, Billy, and uh, he sees the blood, and he, that's when he has a kind of a breakdown. Yeah, um, he has a breakdown, uh, and then we have a, a nice little scene where Spider-Man's like, "Hey, why'd you leave? What, what happened? Where'd you go?" And Daredevil's like, "Dude, I saved two lives. You saved one. You yeah. know, try to keep up." Uh, so they have a little banter between them, and that ends the issue. It was a, it's a, yeah. it's a very fun one. There were a lot of storylines that were going going on kind of simultaneously. Yeah, a lot of I, nice threads. But but JM uh, uh, <laughs> uh he did a great job of kind <clears throat> of uh, intertwining them and making them all kind of end at the same mark. JM is a <coughs> excuse me, a damn fine storyteller. Yeah, he is a good storyteller. <clears throat> so so that was that was a pretty fun one. Um, and now. We're going to talk welcome about to the Daredevil podcast. Yeah, welcome to the Daredevil <laughs> podcast. I'm Joshua. That's Jamie over there. He's got the accent. I don't. Um, you have an accent as well, buddy. Whatever. Um, so we're going to talk about issues 190 and 191 of Daredevil. These yes. are the last two These Frank are... Miller Daredevil issues. Frank Miller for a while, <laughs> for a long. Oh, oh yeah. While. For, sorry for for a long for a long. The last while. one. Yeah. Um, 
we, uh, for those of you uh, who have followed along and who have read Daredevil or are fans of Daredevil, know that Frank Miller, we can thank for pretty much making Daredevil relevant. Yeah, and I would say a lot of it, uh, it's not just Frank Miller, a lot of it comes, yeah, Daredevil was kind of spinning his wheels and was a, was a third-rate character for a long time at mm-hmm. this stage. Even though he was selling like 300,000 issues yeah, he was, a he month. Was <laughs> doing, doing terribly. Um, the, the, a lot of it comes from uh, the people that are involved at every level. So you have Danny O'Neill as the editor who was really... Yeah, I think he really pushed a lot of he the He did, lines. and you can you can ter- tell that he cared about it because he starts writing. Yeah, uh, pretty soon after yeah, after he uh, Frank around. Miller. Yeah, um, and uh, Klaus Janssen, who mm-hmm. is is did a lot for the look of the book he and did. a lot of the the supporting characters, especially and and realistically or not, re- uh, you know, we can say that he picked up a lot of the art slack for later on as Frank yeah. Miller was not being able to keep up with the artwork. Yeah, Frank, and it, you kind of yeah. see it in these two issues because uh, one ninety which is a double-sized issue um, where it feels like uh, Frank Miller is kind of wrapping up the whole storyline that he's laid out over the last few years, um, is is Klaus doing a lot of the, the artwork inside. Mm-hmm. I think um, Frank Miller still is, is doing the breakdowns or at least the layouts or something. Um, and the next issue, 191, is all Frank Miller on art. And yeah. it's very different. It is different, yeah. Um, 190 uh, came out in January 1983, and it's a double-sized issue uh it's a dollar dollar mm-hmm. price tag and i yeah. bet uh I bet well that the, la- was the a- last double-sized issue was 181 yeah and if you think about it to do another double-sized issue within a year yeah is pretty big deal yeah dare to you know they have a lot of story to tell yep um so why do it in not just have this be issue 190 191 and do two regular yeah you know so that's something to think about but um th- this issue starts with a pro prologue, which is a very fun prologue. Yeah. And the cool part about it is, is if you're reading this, this issue for the first time, you have no idea where this prologue takes place. No, At you w- don't know when it takes yeah, place. Yeah. Th- that's what I mean. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You don't know when it takes place because if you all remember in, in one eighty one, um, uh, Electra ends up getting killed by bullseye mm-hmm. and it really affects Matt. And it, and it, it kind of, you know, for the rest of Miller's run, you know, it, it changes the way Matt works, the way he yeah. thinks, everything, because, you know, Elector was his first love. And mm-hmm. I guess then, since he's not technically, at this point, him and Heather are separated or on the verge of, they're, they're separated. They're separated. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he keeps going back to his first love, Electra, and mm-hmm. the fact that she died, it really, really affected him negatively. And we had just found out before this issue started that um, the hand was going to re- was going to resurrect Electra yeah. um, because they, they they always need a leader and and they previously resurrected um, uh, your your buddy uh, Karigi yeah and it's, then, it's yeah they and need they took, a, a master assassin. they need a master and Karigi was taken down mm-hmm. by Daredevil and um, and the hand or the and, chased. and the chased mm-hmm. and now all that's left all the chased are dead with the exception of Stone. Stone. Mm-hmm. So we have Daredevil, Stone, and Black Widow, mm-hmm. who um, kind of ended up finishing up the deal. Yeah, and Car- they've found out this information that mm-hmm. they're trying to grab Electra. So mm-hmm. they're working together to try and stop the hand. Right. And so now this issue starts <coughs> with a prologue. Yeah. And it's a very fun prologue. We have Electra, um, and uh, it, it says, you know, she's Electra and she will not die today. And it's and it's her training, and but it's training both emotionally and physically. And it's her trying to climb to the top of 
about it's her trying to find the chase. This is yeah. the, the initial mo- the initial test is that there's a huge wall that separates mm-hmm. uh, people who want to join the chase and the chase themselves. That it's like their safe haven, and to be even considered to join, you she have has to scale to c- the wall. Yeah, the wall, which is it. I said is mountain it? because it she's really, on a mountain. She's it is a mountain. Yeah, yeah. It, it's 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 not like it's not. It, it actually does kind of resemble a wall if you go to to do rock climbing. Yeah, in the sense that it kind of like. It's, it's not, it, it, yeah, exactly. But um, this is a crazy looking wall. And I love the artwork on this page because yeah. there are so many, Frank Miller loves long skinny panels. Yeah, Klaus. It will, but, well. but, but, yeah, because yeah, yeah, Frank Miller well. did the layouts. Yeah. yeah, so they love long skinny panels. And, uh-huh. and you can tell so much with like how high this, like this is her scaling a wall and they're using these long skinny panels to show how much of, how much work this is going to take. She's already worn out getting to the wall and now she's climbing the wall and it is, it's beautifully colored. You know, it's really simple. You get a sense of isolation. You get a sense of her being alone. And and what happens is she fails to climb the wall, which is part of the initial test. And there's a great couple of pages where stone keeps saying she didn't climb the wall. She's not good enough to join us. And stick is like, eh, let's give her a chance, Mm -hmm. you know, Trust me, where we, we well, he, he does it in his way, which is to say, shut up, basically. Mm-hmm. Shut yeah. up. She's coming around. Um, and she says, I want to become one of you. We leap forward in time. We see her training. She has, sh- she shaved her head, so she's part of the chase. And she's training, and she's very skilled as a fighter. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was neat that she had a bald head. Yeah. And Sto- cool. Stone is there, and he says, uh, you know, you were, maybe you were right. She seems like she's a really good fighter. Maybe maybe I was wrong to reject her, and uh, Stick says, "No, you were right. She's she's not right." Which is interesting because he was the advocate to get her to be part of the group, and then something happened. In however, I mean, it doesn't tell us how long she actually trained with the chase, but but something happened in that point where Stick is like, "You know what? I changed my mind." Yeah, he senses that there's something driving her which isn't good. Yeah. and then, so now Stone is trying, is doing the reverse. Yeah, he's, he's trying saying, to convince yeah, Dick. Is this like, a good oh, idea? Yeah. We need as many people we as we as can people. get. And, uh, and, and, you know, he, he calls Electra over and says, Electra, we need you to do something. And she's like, oh, great. And a, a mission, finally. This mm-hmm. is exciting. He's like, no, you need to leave. Right. You're not right. You're not going to fit in here. You're driven by anger. You're driven by all the wrong things. You've got too much hate in you, too much pain. You're not clean. And I want to point out at this time, she's got, I had a hair now. Uh, it's still short, but she was bald before. So yeah, she kind of looks like Black Widow. Yeah, so we would say hair length-wise, it's probably at least three to four months, if yeah. not maybe five months. Five months of hair growth. So from the time that Stick said, Get out. Get out, this is five months have passed. Yeah, and she's she's back with, she's in Japan, and she's back with a, one of her old senseis that taught her how to fight. And he says, you know, I totally understand uh, I, even I couldn't climb that wall. Even I couldn't be part of the chase. I was kicked out. Um, you know, it's 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 not right for everybody. I'm glad you're back here. I can keep training you, and we need to find something. We need to find a way for you, something that's 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 going to work for you. And um, Electra says, you know, I think I'm still part of this war, and I think I know what I need to do. What I need to do is infiltrate the hand and work against them. Who is she talking to? This is her sensei, who was the person who trained her to be a fighter initially before she went off to try and join the uh, the chase. That's right. Yeah. And so, there's, so there's, fi- a be- there's a beautiful okay. uh, thing here across so, the, the So I just want to say I was wrong. T- f- time has passed since then, but she was kicked out. Yeah. So I, I, I 
I yeah, there's a weird, there's yeah. a weird leap when there, it goes there, from yeah, there from there is like that someone who leap. looks like Stick to someone who I was confused there yeah. for a second. It's been a minute since I read it, but yeah, so so you are right. So now she's with her sensei and, and, and the sensei. Just say that again one more time, Jamie. You're right. Yeah, sorry. Okay, so um, there's this beautiful <laughs> this beautiful uh, piece of coloring and the artwork. You have one page where you have a very neutral. Uh, it's a, a flat on side shot of the two of them facing each other. They're sitting down on a mat talking and you have that typical thing where um there's the the shadow players it's like a load of vertical lines and they're just sitting face on and there's a yellow background with all of the the cross hatching of of the light that looks like uh, uh blinds coming through the light that's coming through and so you have them sitting there with these these crosses across their face while they're talking and then when she announces what her plan is she walks away from the mat and the color changes to red so you get mm-hmm. the sense that like Danger's coming, or something bad is coming. So, um, so we know at this point that um, the hand know that Electra is a threat. Yeah. So He's, she says, "How can I find the hand?" Yeah. And he says, "They the, already know you." Yeah, exist. they're going to find you. So uh, this takes us to um, her sleeping in her um, in her wherever she is in her new house or whatever mm-hmm. she's sleeping. And while she's sleeping, the hands show up to kill her. And we got four or five people. Yeah. And I think and, they just come to get her. I don't know if they're coming to kill her. Because they, they, they reach in out and she grabs them and says, uh, you know, hand me my clothes. And then they lead her oh, down. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So they lead her down into this, into where the hand are, which is the complete Yes, opposite. you're right, yeah. It's not this elevated place that's pure and clean at the top of it's the mountain. Now it's now down, down in, in slimy I know, it's so, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, so they go downstairs yeah. and the hand are basically telling her, you know, if you want to join us. Yeah, and we see that nasty little man there yeah. that brought Kuriji back who gets killed in whatever one it is. Oh, yeah, 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 that yeah that's who... Guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they say, if you want to be a member of the Hand, mm-hmm. you're going to have to go into this pit here, yeah. and you're going to have to fight this person who yeah. is, you know, who's, who's going to be a this tough kill test. for you. This yeah. is the test. And she's ready to take it. Now, remember, she wants to join the Hand to prove to stick that she should be a member of the yeah. chaste. She's so, going to work for the chaste as a member of the hand and take them down from the inside. Exactly. Even so, though her sensei was warning her and saying, you don't, you, you don't, have no idea. Yeah, don't how do these that. Work. But, but she's taking upon herself to, to do this anyway. Yeah. So she goes into the pit. And what's interesting here is that the person that she's fighting in the pit is armed with sai, with mm-hmm. two sai. Exactly. Which we later know become her weapon of choice. Mm-hmm. So the person that she's fighting, we don't see who it is. No. He, he is in the shadows. So they have a little fight, and pretty easily, or at least we'll say it's over a course of a half of a page, mm-hmm. she's able to steal one of the sides and stab and kill and kill the guy, yeah. similar to how Bullseye ends up killing her yeah. later earlier on. And then when, when the person falls into her arms, we find out that it is her sensei. Yeah. The sensei that um, you know warned her of all this, the person that trained her everything. Yeah. So it hits her really hard emotionally. Yeah. So at that point, this is where the prologue pretty much ends. Yeah. And then we cut to Stone and, and, Daredevil, and Daredevil together running running yeah. to find electric body. And we get the body. impression that Stone was telling the story of this. Right. But I just, I just want to point out that like, think about emotionally everything that Elector has gone through mm-hmm. and the fact that, you know, this is... This is where uh, um, Stick was either right or wrong. Is she ready to be a part of this team? Like, mm-hmm. we, we think something is holding her back. When she actually kills the person that trained her, who she may, this might be the person that she's closest to. Yeah. I mean, you know, she's a runaway. She's, uh, you know, from home. She, she, I don't know if she's close to any family or has any friends. Yeah. The sensei was probably the person she was closest to. Yeah. So now this is the ultimate test. Are you ready? 
And, and so now she has to continue on her journey, even though she's just killed somebody. So I'm sure she's got who she loves. So there's probably all this second guessing going on yeah. in her head. Yeah. You know, this is another father figure for her. And we yeah. know what happened to her original father. And mm-hmm. the fact that her name is Electra tells you everything that you need to know about what her state of mind is when it comes to father figures. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> so now we're back in the, um, we're back in real time and yeah. Daredevil and Stone are running at top speed and they're doing mm-hmm. that fun thing that I wish that, like you said, it would have been so cool if we got, a, if we would have seen some of this in the TV show. Yeah. Like they are having that conversation between the two, between them where they're not actually talking, where they're yeah. hearing each other's thoughts. Yeah. So that's su- that's super, talk, that's oh, no. supernatural little aspect of Daredevil, which is kind of fun. Yeah. So they get to they get to her grave because she was buried in New York, and they arrive just as the hand are exhuming her, and um, the the hand. I love the way the hand talk, and they always have this kind of broken, short, terse conversation right. between each other. And then one of them says, "They attack as the Johnny said they would." Then the trap is sprung, mm-hmm. and we see them jumping in. We get this great uh, where the the credits are included yeah. in, but we get this great page where. It's actually two, of, two pages in it a is, row. Yeah, it's kind of weird because it, it's it's yeah because it's on the unlimited. You don't really see, but it's two pages. One, it just says Stanley presents Resurrection Star and Daredevil Man Without Fear, and we see Daredevil and Stone jumping over a, a gravestone. And Daredevil, it, the, Daredevil is written similar to how it is on the cover. Yeah, and it's right above where Daredevil is jumping. Yeah, so he's jumping while they get the body out. Then the next image is a bunch of the hand have hidden themselves in the soil of the graveyard. Mm-hmm. So they see, they look like they're coming out of the graves. We see the credits. We see the old Danny O'Neill, Frank Miller, writer, storyteller, Klaus Janssen, pencil ink, colorist, Joe Rosen, Lara, Jim Shooter, supervisor. Um, and then we just go into, they're about to attack, and there's a lot of them, as we always know, the hand uh, travel in numbers. But um, they have an ace in the up their sleeve, and it is Black Widow who's hiding yes. up in a tree, and she drops a load of tear gas, tear gas to help blind the hand, which, of course, we know isn't going to affect our hero because... He doesn't get affected by tear gas. So he just works on his senses, which is to, to listen to the ninja who are all trained. You remember they have a, a whole series of exercises where they, they can hide their breathing, their sounds and their movement, but he can sense their heartbeats very slightly. So he's able to fight whilst blind. But then we hear the noise of a helicopter and they are grabbing the... Um, the coffin with Electra in and loading it into a helicopter. And it's such a cool image because Stone is caught up to them with his two yeah. swords. And he does something great here. No, but he stabs them, bo- like he slices them. We don't know if it's in half or just through the their it's back. so vicious looking. A- I know, but as as he slices them, the, the um, casket is being pulled up yeah. in a net in the helicopter. So Stone and Daredevil lost... Yeah, the they they survived. However, they lost because they Electra's lost body because is, is being taken somewhere. Yeah, and Daredevil kind of brushes it off, and he says, uh, like Stone says, they have her, and Daredevil says, you know, we're, at least we're alive. We have our ace in the hole, Natasha, Black Widow, Jet Set, Super Spy, and then Stone flares up at him and says, you're an idiot, you're an amateur, you prattle like a child while we suffer defeat after defeat. And he says, you know, I'm sorry. I'm I'm old, I'm tired, I'm weary. I've been fighting this war for far too long. I need to think about what we need to do next. Then we have this great sequence. We cut to mm-hmm. um, a skyscraper, which we know is uh, Fisk Tower. Yes. Um, there's a couple of guards up there, and we see a man that's scaling this thing with a, a, a pistol, a silenced pistol. And he shoots the guards, shoots someone that's talking to Wilson Fisk inside his office, the kingpin, and walks in and says, you're a dead man, kingpin. Kingpin is having none of this. I know. None this, of it. This guy has come in and he's killed three 
at least three people, maybe more, um, that were seen. He walks in. Kingpin's like, no, kicks his desk into the man, knocks the gun out of his hands, grabs him, puts his hand around his throat and, and says, <laughs> you have to tell me right now who sent you. And he says, I'm not telling you. And he's like, you don't understand. Yeah. And he screams in pain and says, it was Injun Joe. He goes, thank you. And he snaps his neck (laughs) with one hand. How many people could snap a neck with one hand? (laughs) Wilson Fisk. I know. And then uh, one of the guards comes in and says, boss, I heard that. Whoa, what's going on in here? Everyone's dead. And uh, Kingpin says, "Uh, we have trouble, Flint, a mutiny. Um, He says, the control over the East Coast mob is slipping. We need to do something about this. Um, And he says, keep lines out while we try and find another enforcer because you know that he's gone through this whole thing where he had bullseye. Mm-hmm. Who of course got defeated by dead everyone had all of his bones broken we had Electra who was killed by bullseye so he's he's lacking a uh, someone on the street who can do the killing for him mm-hmm. um and he says but we've got to fix this problem i don't like the fact that i'm losing control um so we cut to back to the graveyard and stone says i've got to meditate on this i've got to think about what we can do next dead ever says i've got an idea i'm gonna go and find her and we, he runs off and Stone yeah. is talking with Black Widow at this point and he says, you know, I'm worried because I think his heart, even though he's working for us, I think his heart is too heavily in, for Electra, and that could cost us because she's going to be, she's corrupt anyway. Right. You know, she was never clean and now the hand have her and if, any, if what I think is going to happen, which is they're going to resurrect her, it's going to cost us because he's going to either hesitate or change sides, he's going to betray us in some way because he he still loves her too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a cool little page between yeah. them, and uh, elect or and um, Black Widow is explaining to Stone, you know, he's a good man, he he's going to be okay. This is all going to work out. Yeah. Um, so then we go into Kingpin's um, Kingpin's office, I, and I love this because this is Daredevil going to Kingpin and and telling him exactly what's going on, and in in a way asking for help. Yeah, and it's fun because. Daredevil, you know, at the the start of at the start of um, Frank Miller's Kingpin, mm-hmm. you know, when he, when he kind of introduced Kingpin to the Daredevil um, yeah. mythology, um, uh, he Daredevil thought he, he was a bad guy. Never saw him as any type of ally, obviously, mm-hmm. and would never even attempt to do what he's doing now. Yeah, like now he he realizes Kingpin. Even though Kingpin is evil, he's not gonna like he can't take him down because he needs him. Yeah. Even though he doesn't directly say he needs him, there are so many situations like this that have popped up. Yeah. where Daredevil is trying to get help, get answers from Wilson Fisk. So it's a bad guy that he's seeking help so he can find Electra. It's kind of funny when you think about it because yeah, like if this, I mean. Maybe this is because it's written in the 80s, but I don't remember comic books in the 60s. It, if you were a bad guy, you were a bad guy. Yeah. You there's know, like, definitely this like gray area. Yeah. There's this, the whole relationship is very. There's this gray area now where a good guy can seek the help of a bad guy yeah. to further the good. Yeah. I, it's, it's a great dynamic, but it's, it's really, you know, Frank Miller has really incorporated that into, into this mythology mm-hmm. with Daredevil and Kingpin, the yeah. relationship. So. Yeah, and like you said, Daredevil and, and King, Kingpin was, in, neither of them were on each other's radar. Kingpin knew who Daredevil was, but he wasn't that interested in him. And over the last few, like 20 or 30 issues, it's become, they have become the, uh, the protagonist, antagonist of the stories. Uh, but with each mm-hmm. other, so <clears throat> so the whole point is Daredevil needs to find out the headquarters of the Hand. Yeah, and he and, he's very smart. He goes in and and Kingpin's there, and he says, you know, I always thought you were a little unstable, mm-hmm. but you know, now that you're going completely insane, it's a real shame because you were kind of a fun, entertaining foe. And so Daredevil do. actually tells tells Kingpin, okay, so yeah. the, uh, the Hand is going to bring Electra back to life. 
So, uh, and, and Kingpin's like, this is preposterous. I mean, the, the, I, she's dead. There's yeah. absolutely no way. And then uh, Daredevil uh, kicks a guy in the back who's yeah. trying to sneak up on him. Mm-hmm. And uh, Wilson Fisk is like, okay, I'll help you. Yeah. But you're going to have to do something for me in return. Yeah. Yeah. Daredevil basically says, you know, you do realize, like he says, I I need someone. And, yeah. And since she's been killed, I haven't had that position filled. So, and so, and so what, uh, Daredevil says, you know, if she comes back, she's going to be working for the hand and you're going to lose even yeah. more control. But what's so cool is to get the answer, Daredevil actually goes and does the Kingpin's bidding. Yeah, and the and Kingpin's bidding is to quell the... Engine Joe. Engine Joe. Yeah. Joe yeah. The, the so Daredevil, Daredevil has a little run. It's funny. He's got a little moment with Turkey and yeah. Grotto. And it's, it's so good because <laughs> what happens is he basically says, okay, I'll go do it. And he takes care of it. He just walks up and uh, Turk and Grotto are outside keeping an eye on it and he walks past him and of course Turk is like I'll take care of this and pulls out his gun and Daredevil hits him in the face with the billy club while he's not even looking he just walks carries on walking and he says how many are in the warehouse and um, Grotto says in Jinjo and Four they've got guns they always do and Daredevil just keeps walking he never stops for this no. at all he just wo- he walks in kicks the door in takes care of all of them it just instantly across one page, it's like four panels. Yeah, it's even three. It's three panels before. But this is what time. I this is what I love about Daredevil. Um, when he when he has his mind made up, made up, yeah. and it's usually involve involving a woman. Yeah, it, really, when it comes yeah. down to it. Mm-hmm. But when he has his mind made up, he doesn't care. He goes and he doesn't. He doesn't think about the repercussions. Yeah, of what he he's doesn't doing. prolong. He, he doesn't no, turn no, into an No, it's all about. I need to go do that. I'm going to go do that. Yeah. And and he goes and he does it. And and he gets the information that he needs. He gets the address. And he finds out it's in an in an it's in an abandoned church. Mm-hmm. And then the very next page, we see the hand trying to resurrect. And if you guys remember the way that the hand resurrects somebody, one of their own is they give their life force. Yeah, they, they kind move of move the energy of their life yeah, force into the into birth. the into the body. So while mm-hmm. this is happening, um, we have a great image, one of my favorite images of Daredevil and Stone jumping through the um, the plain gla- the state the stained the glass stained window. glass window, yeah. and there's glass going everywhere. And then yeah. we get an awesome, awesome fight. I actually love that image. Of all the images where Daredevil jumps through glass, this might be my favorite because it's the most realistic way of jumping through glass. Yeah, using not not with a not with a foot. Yeah, but like with with fist with your arms making it X yeah. out in front of you to block the yeah the debris. Yeah, of the glass. stone just goes through because he's stone. He can yeah. break through. We find out that he can. He can, as long as he knows that an attack is coming, he can defend himself. So he's, it is such a good image, and the yeah. artwork and the coloring and everything for this fight is great. Yeah, Black Widow is there as well. She yeah. jumps in. She starts to help out. She they gets, set fire to the church. Yeah, they start a fire in the church. It, it is a. It's crazy. Now this whole the, all, all the while while this is happening, obviously the motives are different. Yeah. Stone wants to go find Electra to kill Electra because he wants to destroy the body be, be, completely. Exactly, chop off the head, whatever they have to do, because uh, he does not want the hand turning her into their uh, mission or mercenary or, yeah. or whatever they're going to use her for. To the leader, Daredevil's obviously she can be saved if she's mm-hmm. resurrected. She could be saved, but he is not. He 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 doesn't want um, Stone to to get rid of the body, right? Mm-hmm. So while the fighting is going on, they're both racing towards Electra, yeah. and I love this moment. So while they're racing there, all of a sudden, great shot, great art. Klaus uh, Johnson on this one or Johnson on this was amazing. Uh, we have uh, Daredevil is stopped in his tracks mm-hmm. because he hears a heartbeat. Yeah, he hears a heartbeat. Stone is saying, "You got my back," and he's like, "Wait, 
hang on a second. A heartbeat. A heartbeat. And, and he's frozen. Yeah. And and at that moment, it's such a cool moment. We have Electra's dead body in the hand. Well, I guess mostly dead body. Mm-hmm. We have Stone with with the sword. He's going to chop her head off. Mm-hmm. And Daredevil's like, no, 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 don't do it. And then at that moment, Stone gets stabbed in the back. Yeah. He says, you have to guard my back. I can't see yeah. what's going on with this smoke and and the fire that's going on around us. So he gets stabbed in the back. And then he says, you know, you're an idiot. There, are, The hand is still here. And Daredevil's completely... Yeah. checked out this way he, he's he's single-mindedly uh-huh. saying i've got to i i heard a heartbeat i'm gonna go and rescue electra so stone is fighting oncoming uh hand and daredevil walks up and he says i think i can do this i think i can do this and he tries to move part of his life energy into electra and bring her back while this is going on stone is desperately trying to stop the hand from coming on but he's being attacked from him uh, he's, he's basically, you know, he's got a sword in his back and he's fighting Ninja. And he's saying to Murdoch, you know, you, you don't know how to do this. You're not trained. You're an idiot. Just please protect my back. I'm going to go down. I, I, you've got to help me. And he's trying and trying and trying. See, this is such a great moment because Daredevil is so, like you said, he's his, his mind is single focused right now yeah. on Elektra. <clears throat> and he's attempting to give her his life force yeah. and spread it into her body. And you know he, he his forehead is is touching her dead her dead head, and uh, you know he's got his hands on her face, and he's trying so hard. And this is another reason why, like if you remember Stick, back in the day, people were like Matt Murdock, you know, you know you can't trust him. He's not gonna. And Stick's like, there's something in, with Matt Mur- with Matt Murdock. There, you know, he he needs to be a member of our group because even yeah. though there's something in him, I can just sense it. And this is a perfect moment how he has something in it. Be- in, in him to do it because what he's able to do is not only is he able to resurrect her, which we kind of find he, out he later. Doesn't, no, he doesn't, he doesn't, act, he, he, he doesn't actually do that. What he does is different. He, yeah. He, he takes the bad out of yeah, her. He cleanses, he her. cleanses what the hand had put like the life force, because remember she has a heartbeat. Yeah. So, um, the life force that was come from the hand, what he did was he cleansed it. Yeah. And so she is still there alive well, with a heartbeat, but now cleansed. And yeah. it took all the energy out of Daredevil. So yeah, what just... happens is he collapses and he thinks he's failed. He says, you know, I can't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't bring you back. And uh, and at this stage, you know, Stone thinks he's done for. Daredevil's collapsed. And suddenly the Kingpin's men burst in. They take out the rest of the ninjas. They And he says, you know, remember the orders, men, only the black ones. The guy comes in and he's shooting the the black ninja who they look red but we know they're in black yeah um and they find the black widow who's got an arrow in her shoulder they find daredevil who's collapsed and they say get these guys out of here the fire's going to kill them and then they say stone's still standing there and they say what about this one and daredevil says you know he's a friend who sent you the kingpin sent us and stone says get out leave me mm-hmm. and he looks over and he says uh, he's about to chop. This is he's a, he's standing over Electra, and he's about to chop. He's about to finish his job, which was to kill her. And he says, "Hang on, there's something about her. She's clean. Murdoch somehow, in his attempt to revive her, has purged her. She is clean. 
and I am weary. And he, you know, he's talked about how the fight, the war's gone on too long, and yeah. he's a lone soldier. This gave him an opportunity to end it for sure, because who else can lead the hand? There's yeah. no one else that can lead the hand. But he chooses not to because Daredevil's cleaned her. So, so she has a heartbeat because Daredevil heard it. It's very slow. Mm-hmm. So we know that she's probably alive. Yeah. And now she's completely clean. So Stone chooses not to do that. Yeah. So what happens is we don't actually see this happen because we cut back outside and Kingpin pulls up. And he says, you know, I saved your life, just so you know, um, it's, it's a, it's, it, it, this is what he actually says. He says, uh, you're wondering why I saved your life. Uh, consider it an illustration of our true nature, the true nature of our relationship. Your attack on Indian Joe has served to quell a mutiny in my organization. It demonstrated to the mobs that you are a common enemy against whom they need protection, protection that I provide. Consider also, Daredevil, that when you needed to find this hideout, you did not contact the police. You came to me. We need each other, Daredevil. We are partners after a fashion. We are the power in this city. And then he drives off leaving Daredevil it's, to it's amazing. think about that. So so then uh, as he drives off, I love that scene, by the way. Mm-hmm. As he drives off, drives off, Black Widow comes up to uh, Daredevil. and where's Stone? Where's Stone? They go back in, and, and, and Stone's body's gone. It has dis- Electra's body's gone. Stone's body's uh-huh. gone. Um, Daredevil doesn't know what's happened, but uh, Black Widow finds... Stone's robe. See, at this point, though, Daredevil believes the hand must have taken the yeah. body. They, yeah, he says they must have taken it. Um, or he, th- he thinks, maybe he thinks Stone took it. Oh, okay. He, he says, you know, Stone must have taken it, and he, he goes, I guess he just did what he had to do. And Black Widow notices the robes and thinks, you know, maybe he isn't what you think, but I'm not going to... This wound is way too... Oh, yeah, I didn't actually realize that. So yeah. he never... So Daredevil so He never, doesn't know Elektra's alive. He doesn't no, know... No, I know that, but but he but, uh, he never saw that um, Stone is dead. Yeah, yeah. Because he, he thinks Stone just took Elektra. Yeah, but Black so, Widow was the one that saw that Stone's... Uh, yeah. If you guys remember, when the hand died, they disintegrate. Yeah. And so leaving the clothes behind... And so Black Widow saw that, and she chose to not tell Daredevil. Yeah. Kind of a cool little moment, because yeah. she realizes this is not the time, this is not the place. Yeah. Um, so then we cut to, to the epilogue. Epilogue. So Black Widow burns the robes. They run out of the burning church. The epilogue, we see someone climbing a wall. We go back to where we started. So, so Yeah, story. so that's what we're thinking. When we see this, we assume this is kind of cutting back to the beginning. Yeah. But in act in actuality, it is not cutting back to the no. beginning. This is actually taking place later. Yeah, we have we see that this person is scaling the wall that uh-huh. we thought earlier that we were told they weren't pure enough to mm-hmm. scale because they had a darkness inside them. Mm-hmm. And this person makes it to the top. And when they make it to the top, they take off their their I guess the hood of their snow gear, mm-hmm. and we see that it's Electra, mm-hmm. and, and she's Electra wearing all white. It's all white. She's pure. She's cleansed and she's still alive. Yeah, great, great stuff, Jane. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a good issue. It's a very. I good love issue. the hand. Mm-hmm. I like I I you know, for all the things that 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 uh, Frank Miller did, you can thank him for three things. You can thank him for other than reshaping the character in general, but like you can thank him for introducing the whole hand stick stuff. Mm-hmm. You can thank him for how he created, um, how how he made um, Kingpin Dare, Daredevil's number one arch nemesis mm-hmm. uh, villain there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, and uh, what was the third thing I was going to say? I don't know. Uh, you can thank him for um, Electra. 
Electra. Electra, even though she's part of the hand, but you can take mm-hmm. thank him for Electra. So yeah. that's a lot of stuff. I mean, we got one. We have one more issue we're going to talk about, which is Frank Miller's last issue on Daredevil for a very, very long time. Very long time, yes. Until and, Born Again. And uh, this issue is interesting because this is Frank Miller doing the artwork, and you can see how much his artwork has changed. It's really altered since the last time we saw him doing art, which was way back in like one fifties or sixties or maybe something like that. Jamie, let me ask you a question. Uh huh. So this issue, do you believe that it was written um, as a um, a farewell? As a farewell, I think it was. I think what happens here, and I, I'll be honest, I'm not the biggest fan of this issue. Um, it's a it's a very decent little story, but what we have is Frank Miller's artwork is becoming is experimenting with a style that we see more of in um, uh, Ronin, which he does uh, with DC. And I think this is part of the, this is part of he's like, it's a little bit like, uh, you know, Marvel didn't want to publish Ronin, I believe. Um, so he went to DC because they said they would do it. And this is him saying like, this is what you could have got. So he's kind of showing off his artwork. But he's doing that thing which becomes kind of a motif for comic books in general, especially after he does uh, Dark Knight Returns, which is deconstructing, deconstructing the hero and showing you that the heroes aren't really that good. You know, he's talking about, it's all about Daredevil failing. It's all about him mm-hmm. messing up. And it just, I don't know, it felt like a, it felt like a really kind of bitter, sad way to say goodbye to the hero. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of, t- I, it, it kind of I, him leaving and saying, he's not that good anyway, and slamming the door. And yeah. So the whole issue is Daredevil, he's, he's visiting Bullseye. Yeah. Yeah. And if you remember, the last time they fought, Bullseye was paralyzed. Yeah. Um, and he, I don't think he, he can't speak either. He can't speak and he's paralyzed. He can only think. And um, yeah. It was da- 184 was the last yeah. time he did pencil, sorry, was, uh, when, he, when he last uh, drew. He can't, he can't even, yeah, he can't yeah, do he can't anything. Speak, he's he can't in a full anything. cast. He's, yeah. Every bone is broken. And Daredevil shows up, and he's playing a game of Russian roulette. Yeah, the issue w- is called roulette. With with Bullseye, and as Jamie mentioned, this is him just kind of using um, his art, who I'll just say his arch nemesis, but using like the bad guy that has done the most damage against him, mm-hmm. and and using him to vent and explaining everything that's going on and how he's feeling and how, you know, the situations have created him, have made yeah. him how he is today. And so he's talking to Bullseye, this person who cannot talk back and using him as like a venting post yeah. while he's doing Russian roulette yeah. and literally like shooting his own head, not the bullet not being in the in, yeah, putting, in, putting the gun in the to barrel. his head and, and pulling the uh-huh. trigger. And then and then pointing at a bullseye. bullseye and pulling the trigger and having the, the weapon not be in the barrel. Yeah. And as it goes... As the issue goes along, obviously, you know, I you have you, it's a, I think you have six six slots in the barrel. Yeah, there's six there's six shots, so yeah. they get a three each. So we have, yeah. he does his first click. He does it against Bullseye's head, click, and then it's never really clear um, because of how it's lettered mm-hmm. if he's saying this out loud or if he's thinking it. You know, there's something kind of it's almost like a sinister. That's so funny, thing. I never. I never saw that. I just assumed he was speaking to Daredevil. Yeah, you kind of get the feeling that he's saying it, but there's also you. It's possible that he could just be sitting in this room in complete silence, just pointing a gun at a bullseye's <laughs> head. But what we have is we have this this flashback, and we we flash back, and it's talking about how because he says, you know, it was in my secret identity as Matt Murdock that I 
a first class attorney that I met Chucky. Chucky is this young kid who has a, uh, he has a difficult, uh, he has difficulty keeping a grasp on reality. He's obsessed with Daredevil and he's been watching a videotape of Daredevil fighting Bullseye in the TV studio, which mm-hmm. we know happened in issue 150 something or 140. Yeah. Uh, way, 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 way back. Way, way back when Marv Wolfman was uh, writing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny because the guy says, you know, uh, he's been watching this. Ever. It's been it's been like a couple of years ago, maybe two, one or two years ago. It happened a, a year or two back. And um, then they go have dinner and we have this little moment where there's like this weird tension between the dad and the son. And the dad mm-hmm. doesn't come across as a very nice person. Yeah. And see, and Matt Murdock is there. Matt's telling the story of this case that he had. Yeah. And he was, is... he was representing the boy's father. And yeah. the boy's father was a complete jerk. And, yeah. and at dinner, while they're all sitting down, the boy just continues to talk about how much he loves Daredevil yeah. and how, you know, like he's into superheroes and all that stuff. And the dad is telling him to pipe down past that be quiet know your place don't act yeah. like that and the whole time matt murdoch is not responding to any of this stuff he's just yeah, kind of taking watching, it in and, well, and listening listening <laughs> and we find out that this guy is a complete jerk yeah dad. so what happens is the guy's being blackmailed mm-hmm. um, and he's saying that this guy who's blackmailing him is completely wrong and he's accusing me of all of these crimes and i need someone to defend me for defamation because i got he basically says i got a job this guy wanted it jutta is the, the other guy's name and he's he's jealous ever since i got the job so he's been trying to cut me down and will you represent me so we have this happen and then the guy shows off his gun he's got a uh, a, a gun that he's like really proud of that he says you know if anyone mm-hmm. comes and bothers my family i've got this to keep me safe um and then daredevil decides that he's going to go see the kid go go see chucky because chucky's always talking about how he's daredevil mm-hmm. and playing around at school and trying it's to get a, kids to it's, play with him. It's kind of out of character, though. That yeah. Daredevil goes and like gives him a ride on his back. A gives piggy, him a ride on his a back, talks about how great he is. And all that stuff. It just I understand that that he felt a connection with that kid, yeah. and he feels bad about you know the kid's relationship with his dad. Yeah. But I don't see him picking up the kid. That's something Spider-Man would do. Yeah, he kind of talks about how you know he, he made a mistake because he was just kind of blinded by this adoration, and mm-hmm. so he he runs off, gives him a jump, and the guy the kid starts talking about how you know if you ever have any trouble, you just like pow hit people, and that kind of makes Daredevil stop for a moment and think, hmm, is that all I do? So he goes back. We cut back to him doing the next two rounds um, mm-hmm. in a Russian roulette, and he's talking about. You know, how blinded I was by how I should have got help. But, you know, I just needed a boost that day. I was feeling low. And um, and maybe I, and I was completely wrong, but maybe maybe I should have gotten better help. Anyway, we cut back and Chucky, um, Matt's going to talk to Jutters because he's representing the other guy. And uh, Chucky's there and he says, you know, I'm Daredevil. I'm on the case. I'm just making sure that that guy... Is, uh, I'm keeping an eye on him. So, so he notices that this kid is really taking all of this superhero stuff like super serious. At this yeah. point, he's convinced, like, okay, something's going on. Like this kid, you know, he's he's not he's not just a fan. He is obsessed. He's obsessed. He's, he's completely obsessed. obsessed. So and what he's happens using, is he's using that as an escape from reality because yeah. his relationship at home with his dad is terrible. You know, his, his, his home life is not good, so yeah. he's using this as an escape. Yeah, and he's a bit of a loner at school. He's kind yeah. of bullied a little bit by mm-hmm. other kids. Um, so what happens is that the Jutta makes a, a break for it. He runs and gets in a car and he skips. And um, Matt runs off and says, go home, Chucky. And then he runs off and changes as Daredevil because he wants to follow where Jutta's going. But he doesn't realize that um, Chucky's jumped on the back of the car and he's holding on and he's listening. 
So he, we cut back quickly, and Matt points the gun, uh, Daredevil points the gun at himself and fires the fifth chamber, which is empty. And then he points it at Bullseye and says, you know, I guess that's it. I guess this is it. This is the sixth chamber. Looks like your luck is out. Anyway, I'll just finish my story before we go. He gets to Central Park where Jutta and um, Jurgens are meeting, um, but he doesn't realize Chucky is watching. I know. And what happens is that um, they are black. There is blackmailing. Um, Jurgens has been doing some illegal activity. Jutta is blackmailing him to get the money, and he just wants his money. But Jurgens pulls out the gun and says, uh, "You hand over all of the infam- the the evidence that you've got, the photostats that you have that you're using to blackmail me, or I'm going to shoot you." And, and his boys watching all this. His and, boys and, watching. And at that point, he steps out, you know, trying to be the hero and yeah. saying, "You know, Papa, wait, don't do that." And then. Papa gets mad, yeah, and, and and like doesn't point the gun at the kid, no, but is saying go home, you know, uh, you do, do what, what your I dad say. say, do, and then that's when Daredevil shows up and says, hey, are you going to shoot your own kid? Like, like what is wrong with you? Yeah, and he snaps the hand, uh, um, that's got the gun, and then he uh, hits th- him, he hits him, yeah, and knocks him to the ground, and at that moment he looks at the kid and he realizes that he just beat up, even though he's a jerk, he beat up the kid's father in front of his own eyes. And yeah. he's in, and amongst us, he's tell when he's telling this whole story to bullseye, he's talking about the mistakes that he's making. Mm-hmm. He's talking about the bad things that he's done. And so this is, he says, this is my third dumb move, but like, so through the story, he's saying everything bad that he's done. Yeah. So we cut back to, uh, 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 Chucky's mom who's watching and saying he's just been watching this video again and again. And Matt again. Murdoch's there. Yeah. Matt Murdoch's checking there. in. And he's been watching a video of Daredevil fight Bullseye again, and he's just been talking about how his dad is a bad person because otherwise mm-hmm. Daredevil wouldn't have done that. And if his dad is bad, then that means that he's bad. Man, I mean, that just it goes to show you, like, you yeah. know, children are they're a clean slate, and the influences are so important. Mm-hmm. And, and the fact that, you know, he's putting that connection together that, well, if my dad's bad, then that means I have to be the bad guy too. Cause yeah. I'm, you know, I'm part of my dad. And, yeah. and so I'm, I'm not daredevil. I'm maybe I'm bullseye. Yeah. It's, so a, it's really sad. It know? is really, really sad. sad. Hank uh, Jurgens, the dad went to trial and lost I gonna everything. Say, I was going to say, it's no, uh, you know, not saving the dog. Sam, no, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a new it's, level of, it's a, still um, sad though. And, and daredevil mentions that he put up some money for psychotherapy for Chucky because the family lost all their money. Months passed, um, and he thought he was over it. But then one day when he was at school, one of the kids made a, a comment while they were bullying Chucky, and Chucky had a gun. He had mm-hmm. a gun. He doesn't know if it was the dad's gun or if it was another gun. There's a bit where he says, uh, Lord honey knows where he found the gun. Even for children, they're all too easy to come by, which is a, a nice little piece of commentary there from Frank Miller. Um, he shoots the kid, but not fatally. He shoots him in the arm, and the kid survives, but it means that you know now Chucky is in this weird cycle of where he's he's lost sense of reality and he's out of it and then we cut back and we don't know if it's the gun that chucky used or if it's another gun but we assume because it's drawn the exact same way it's a six shooter it's it's yeah it's a 38 caliber six shooter so um he's pointing it and he says you know daredevil now goes on he's he's where he's thinking about this or t- saying it to, d- to Bullseye and he's saying, you know, we are sh- we're just the, we, we are just violence. Everything about yeah. us is violence. All I am, all I'm good for is hitting things. All I'm good for is creating a cycle of violence. We, we pretend that we're good guys and you're bad guys, but all I'm doing is running around punching people. And what is that? What kind of lesson is that? Am I fighting violence or am I teaching it or am I to blame for it all? And he says, you know, you're, you're 
just a disgusting piece of violence. I'm a disgusting piece of violence. We're all just horrible. And, horrible and see, and then he thinks back about, uh, you know, when he was a kid, when when he was, uh, what's the little boy's name again? I just blanked. Chucky. Uh, he, when he was Chucky's age, and he's yeah. thinking about the things that he went through and it, the relationship yeah. that he had with his father. And, you know, he, uh, as you guys all know, his father, battling Jack Murdoch, yeah. um, was a boxer, also just kind of a, thick-headed, like, he tough was, guy. He was but, more violence. But, and he talks about how, but, you know, you, you have to be inspired mm-hmm. by something more than violence. And he says, you know, my dad was a good guy. He was a he was a brave man. And he, but he had his faults, he and, had his faults. And he made mistakes. And there's even a moment, which I thought was interesting, when, when Matt comes in and he's... Matt is so happy. He's, uh, he, he goes to visit his dad after he beat up the kid at school because he was getting picked on. You know, he was kids were calling on, him yeah. Daredevil. And he ends up kicking him and beating him up. And he, he gets a shiner on his face. And he goes home and, he, and he's so happy. And he's like, Dad, Dad, just like you, pretty much, yeah. I beat those guys up just like how you do it in the ring type of deal. Yeah. And, and his that dad's ju- been drinking. And his dad's been drinking and he's mad. And he actually hits Matt Mur- Murdock. Yeah. Had, has his dad ever hit him before? I think this is where we're introduced to the idea that, that his dad had hit him. I, I think him. Frank Miller definitely introduced that idea. I didn't like it no i didn't like that at all because even though his dad you know obviously didn't make the best choices sometimes yeah. i feel like he cared about his son and in some backhanded way no matter what yeah he, you know he would all even if if it seemed like things he were doing were bad yeah he would feel like he's doing the best for his kid so that's why i don't really i don't like this component yeah and this is what Jack. i mean about that whole deconstruction thing it's yeah. like you know this is it's it's a, an element that he's introduced that is now considered canon that that uh, Battling Jack had a temper and he was violent yeah. and and it's it's yes okay I get it it gives it more realism and it it creates this you know it, it he he says you know I had a sense at that moment that um, that justice doesn't exist that I needed to, that even my father needed to know rules because he he was breaking them here he was doing this thing where he yeah. was breaking rules so that's when I decided to be an attorney because before you know the whole thing of his dad saying you should be a doctor or you mm-hmm. should be an attorney you should be this thing and he didn't really know and this is the moment that triggered it he goes he goes and sits up on the, the Brooklyn Bridge overnight and thinks about it and thinks about how everybody needs rules everybody uh-huh. needs to be controlled um, we cut back to yeah the, so this is the last time that the uh, last chamber yeah, yeah, and the last couple of pages that Frank Miller draws, and mm-hmm. um, so it's it's Daredevil just pretty much you know shooting the last bullet, and we find out that the gun was actually not loaded. Yeah, there's no bullets, and and it it sort of ends with him telling Bullseye, "Well, there's no bullets in my gun, but so I guess that means we're stuck together." Yeah, and you know, kind of like how the little boy uh, Chucky was watching the video of them fighting and how mm-hmm. that was causing that, and you know the up uh, you know. They're all this, like you said. Everybody's the same. Yeah, they are all doing bad things, um, in in their own kind of twisted way. And and him and uh, Bullseye, I guess, belong together. Yeah, they that are. Was, they are part of the violence. They, they are, are part of the cycle. violence. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's you know, it's a it's a good issue. It's very it's interesting artwork because it's Frank Miller doing something new. And the good thing about Frank Miller is, as an artist, he was always t- trying new things, and he was always trying to reinvent his style. But it is such a knowing that it comes at the end of this run. Yeah, it just feels like he's saying, "I, I wish like this character." I anymore. wish this issue came earlier. Yeah, because it is a very well crafted issue. It's well drawn. Mm-hmm. It's it's the storytelling is it's done very well. Yeah, but I don't like it. Yeah, and I and I wish that the last issue was such a good one, and it ended with Matt 
thinking that everything it ended with it ended in a good spot because we find out Lecter's alive, the character that he created. Yeah, and they're pure. And, and it's they're a, pure. It, it showed you that Matt is a pure thing yeah. because he's created this purity yeah. in someone else that's been corrupted. Yeah. So yeah, it's a little disappointed uh, with that one. But once again, you know, th- this this wraps up us talking about uh, Frank Miller yeah. for a long time. And um, you know, no matter if you like his stuff or you don't like his stuff, mm-hmm. if you don't like his artwork or, or whatever, like you cannot you know, that's not change the factor. You can't deny that like he is, he was, you can thank him for making the biggest impact on daredevil. Yeah. And it's still there, you know, he's, yeah. he's, he's fingerprints are all over every, but not just daredevil too. This, his type of storytelling was yeah. completely different than anything you were reading. Yeah. And, yeah. and now like, you know, obviously we know about, you know, what he did for Batman. Mm-hmm. It's the same type of deal. Like storytelling is, it's, it's, it's kind of crafted around, what Frank Miller did yeah. in Daredevil in, in the modern darkness. American comics. It's yeah. definitely, I think the campiness and, goes away. Yeah. Him and uh, Alan Moore are probably responsible for more of a tonal shift in American comics than any other two yeah. writers. Agreed. Agreed. Um, there are, there are other creators who are artist creators or other, you know, you could, you could say that uh, Chris Claremont had a big uh, part to play in storytelling, but he did. I feel like his storytelling was so, there for the 80s and then kind of waned in the uh, into the 90s it is like 70s 80s whereas the 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 tonal stuff that frank miller and and alan moore have done uh, is still around today and you see it in comic books a lot more than you than you see the chris claremont style of storytelling right wow boy these are exhausting (sighs) anyway it's great to be back (laughs) yes it's so good to be back yeah yeah Thank you all. There were some yeah. kind, kind words and people yeah. sharing yeah, that we, we, uh, we do th- this. Th- so thanks for, thank thanks for listening to us mumble. Yeah. Uh, we try not to mumble, but yeah. we do. No, no we, we appreciate it. it it's fun um, being able to talk about what we read, and, mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully you guys in, enjoy listening to us talk about it. And, yeah. And more importantly, hopefully when you listen to the podcast, it makes you pick up some issues of Daredevil yeah, and exactly. read them. And, yeah, uh, because that's the ultimate goal is, you know, we, we don't just like to hear ourselves talk. We hope that, like, you know, y- you listen to us and it makes you want to go out and pick up a comic book and, you know, or maybe it, it triggers a memory from when you read these books as a kid, too. Yeah, and, and you want to reread and them, reread them and, and check them out. And or go back but, to stuff that you haven't read in this, in, in Daredevil's uh, canon. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, as always, uh, I, we should say that even though in that one it sounded like we didn't like the issue, I think... I, I, there's maybe maybe three or four issues of Daredevil that I don't absolutely love on some level. Right. And if I'm saying that I don't like something in it, it's not that I don't like the issue. It's correct. I don't like this part of it, or I don't like this aspect of it. But Agreed. it's still Agreed. I will read every. And the fact that like our complaints about the last one mm-hmm. dealt with what the story <clears throat> was about. Mm-hmm. And what it was doing with Daredevil, the character, yeah, that goes to show that it's good yeah, because we it, care. that we care, and it also means that, like, you know, we we didn't like it because we have our own opinion of Daredevil, and it's and it's doing something that goes against our opinion of him. So we're like, well, we don't want to go there with Daredevil. Mm-hmm. We want to go a different way, yeah, because we like the character so much. Yeah, we um, do. We do. We love a little bit of Matt. All right. Okay, well, guys. Uh, yeah, you can find us on the Twitter, the Facebook, the yeah. emails, and, uh, and sorry, I- iTunes and, and all that type of stuff. So uh-huh. uh, we appreciate everyone for listening. Thanks yeah. again. And um, 
I'm Joshua. I'm Jamie. And we, we just, just did, did Daredevil. Daredevil.